In 1,000 feet, turn left onto Coyote Pass. You've arrived. Welcome to the Sister Wives Podcast. Love should be multiplied, not divided, where one husband and only one wife recap the sinking ship that is Sister Wives. I believe in living this lifestyle. It just makes each of us better. I think we have something really awesome. I wouldn't want anything else. I like Sister Wives. I wanted the family. I didn't just want the man. Seems like destiny. Like we should have all been together from day one. Love should be multiplied, not divided. We are reporting live from the Brown family sacred ground, the national monument, the historical landmark that is Coyote Pass. And even better than just Coyote Pass, we are sitting at the red picnic table to record this. We brought our own stuff and we were like, you know what? We got to have stuff so we can record. And we got here. We thought this red picnic table was a goner. Uh Uh-huh. We thought it went away with Janelle's trailer, but nope. Move over, Jada Pinkett Smith. (laughs) This is the red table talk. That's right. Janelle's red table. That was once Christine's that we personally saw them move from Christine's backyard out here to Coyote Pass so that when Janelle was living out here, she had somewhere to eat dinner. It once sat next to that china hutch on Christine's back porch. This table's seen a lot. And now it's seen us. I'm going to (laughs) wipe my ass over every spot of this table so I can be like, me and Janelle, we're butt buddies. I'm going to lick it and be like, (laughs) (laughs) I've licked where the browns have sat. You can't lick it. I'm kidding. Wow. It looks like you'd get a splinter. And let me say this. Look at the mountains. Look at the mountains. Look at the mountains. You know, when I am struggling with my depression and thinking that I hate myself, I come here Mm -hmm. and I think, wow, look at those mountains. So does Christine and Mary. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, do not ever call this a lazy podcast again because we have... We got a hotel for this. We drove two hours up north and we are staying in a hotel so that we can bring you live from this special place. This place that has just a real spot in our heart. And mind you, we're not going to, we didn't know when we planned this trip, we thought we would have one one on one episode. And now we're hearing that it's three parts. We're not coming back up here. No. We're not that fucking. No, it's lazy. cold too. It's covered in snow. It's freezing. We are frozen. We're Phoenix, Arizona people. Like we don't, we don't do snow. So just so you know, this is it. You're getting it for this episode. After this, it's the regular lazy bullshit, okay? <laughs> we were ending on a really high high, and then we were like, oh, it's a three-part over three-week special. Okay, well, we'll just kick off the one-on-ones with this. Yeah, and if the audio sounds shitty, it's okay. It's just because we're outside. We're not doing the whole episode from here. We just yeah. we wanted to start off on the right foot this time. Yeah, we didn't want to lie and pretend we were out here and we weren't. No, we, we are really here. are. We're here we are, there's nothing done to the land. It looks exactly the same. We're terrified that Cody is going to show up. Yep. And kill us. <laughs> or maybe ask you to be a sister wife. <laughs> I would probably have to say yes just to like get the inside scoop on the family. If you didn't say yes, I would divorce you. <laughs> Obviously say yes. Um, we can't see the pond because it's covered in snow. But we feel it. I feel, feel the magic feel that it. is here. I'm trying not to touch the ground too much so that I don't get the groundhog disease or whatever they have. Oh, the groundhog mm-hmm. STDs. That's yep. Right. I'm sit under my feet at the picnic table is an axe used to chop firewood, so I touched it because I know that Janelle probably touched it. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I'm gonna touch it too. Yeah. You know, it just 
we've been on a journey together and we just wanted to come here and just let you guys know, bring some of the magic to you. We are boots on the ground. We are, we are we're investi- doing this. We are investigative journalists. We are at the scene of the crime. <laughs> <laughs> so The crime that is Cody Brown. Everything he does is a crime. We hope that you enjoy this episode. We hope that this little bit of magic warms your heart, curls your curls, and <laughs> frowns your jowls. Jacks your jack wagon. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Here we go with the actual episode. Season 16, episode 11, one-on-one, part one. Part one of three. Because they're going to drag this out for three episodes. Oh, okay. It could have been one. It could have been one. But we'll take it. We, I will <laughs> absolutely take it. Any chance that we can hop on this piece of shit podcast and talk about piece of shit people... I'm down. I would have been sad if it ended today. Yeah. I think originally we thought for sure this tell-all is going to be a one-episode ordeal, be our final episode. It's like we are the podcast that just won't die. Yep. (laughs) We keep on trucking. (laughs) Sister Wives is that animal they just keep shooting and it just keeps going. That's what we have happening. It died a long time ago, but it's still here. Now, I will say... Going into this one-on-one, I have my reservations because where is Tamron Hall? Yeah. This Who girl is, is Sukanya Krishnan? She's not the usual girl. No. Mm-hmm. Never seen her before. According to Cody, I, we're going to have some ex-news anchor. It's like, yeah. okay. <laughs> Seems kind of hostile with that. Yeah, he was a little hostile with her. He did not seem excited that it... He's. I feel like me and Cody maybe were on the same page here. Like, where's yeah. Tamron Hall? Where is our girl? Just because she has a show of her own. Doesn't mean she can't have time for this. I guess she's done with the sisters. We start off with everyone giving us their little confessional cameras from their iPhones. Mm -hmm. Cody's out at Coyote Pass faking that he's... Does he think that we think he lives there? I don't know. I'm just like, why did he drive there first to film his confessional... Do you think he did it because he doesn't want us to know he's at Robbins? Again? Probably. He's like, no, I'm at <laughs> he Cody Pass. Tries to make it mysterious, like you don't know whose house I'm at. Yeah. Uh, then we cut to Christine. Now I have to tell you about a special skill that I have. Mm-hmm. Any, you know this, but I'm telling the I people. I have no idea. I can find anything just by looking at it. Yeah. It just, I have like a photographic memory. If you show me a picture, I'm like, I can find it. I'll get on Google Earth within 10 minutes, I'll find it. Anybody's house, any spot, location, he can find it. I can find it. So we cut to Christine and she's talking and all of a sudden I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold on a second. I know that wallpaper. (laughs) We're staring at that wallpaper. We're staring at that wallpaper right now. And I get up and I run to the bathroom and mm-hmm. I find that we have the same picture. We're staying in a hotel, the same picture and the same towel hooks in our bathroom. Yep. We are staying not in the same room because I know you just mass buy all the shit, but we are staying where Christine stayed. We are staying not only where Christine stayed, where the one-on-one special was filmed. It really felt like it was meant to be that we were here. We went to Coyote Pass and we felt that magic. We came to the Little America and we're feeling that magic. We're recording right now. We knew that they liked this hotel. We knew that they came here before and that they go to the restaurant because we had 
of ask. course, ask the front staff before. <laughs> like, do you guys know the sister wives? And they're like, yeah, they come to the restaurant all the time. But I mean, did we know the reunion was going to be filmed here? No. No. I no. never in a million years would have thought that I would be able to go into the same room where the reunion was filmed, which we'll talk to you about that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we cut to, or no, before we move on, Christine says, I'm not looking forward to this, but I'm mentally prepared. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we cut to Janelle pulling oh. up in her car with a big old, <laughs> big pink curler in the front of her hair. No makeup. She just doesn't give a shit. She don't give a She's shit. She's like, I'll walk in like this. I don't care. I don't give a shit about any of this. I love that. Yeah, I, I love, love to, again, she's holding her phone. Yep. I want to send her just that little suction cup that goes on her windshield <laughs> so she can record all of her testimonials. Like, we can't get this provided. No. They can't spend an extra 10 bucks for these people. Just wait till you get to the set, and we'll talk about how much money they had to spend on this thing. <laughs> Janelle's nervous. Um, Robin. We cut to Robin. She's in all purple. Of course. Like, now, let why? me say something about Robin. Robin's favorite color is purple so everything she owns is purple you just interrupted my joke (laughs) i even thought this one out robin's favorite color is purple but robin is not purple's favorite human being (laughs) it doesn't work just because you love a color it doesn't mean it loves you back sister you don't look good in it you've got to learn if if you're listening and you think your color is purple and you think you should have everything purple. You should you should rethink it. Do you know what Robin looks like to me? This what? just came to me. She looks like when I have seen pictures of when the mortician does makeup on the dead bodies. Yeah. She kind of does purple it like a just, corpse. <laughs> purple takes all of the blood, drains, drains the blood out of her body, and leaves a dead corpse with some makeup on. And we know purple looks much better on a darker skin tone. Yes. And she has like the palest skin tone there possibly could be. She's not leaving that house. So she shouldn't be wearing purple. She's got her crunchy curls. Um, And then we cut to Mary and Mary lets us know, which we, we assumed going into this, but she kind of confirms it for us that they're not doing this together, which is what they normally do. They are doing it separate, which we're bummed about. Like, can't they at least come together at the end? It's so stupid. And honestly, cutting a little bit ahead it makes the whole thing confusing it does i want everyone to react to the same video at the same time in the same room bounce off of each other what we get is kind of a bunch of and i feel like bullshit i feel like cody and christine could have handled sitting in a room together it's just that's what we wanted i'm sorry i i'm not paying to be here but as a i'm not really a supporter as a person who hates this show but watches it and and watches it religiously and has a podcast based off of it i want to see you all in the same room together i want to see cody and christine get heated at each other and Mm. like stand up and start to get after each other i would have sex with you right after that (laughs) i'd love that i'd have to pause the show oh my god (laughs) what's wrong with you okay before we get into anything that actually happened we have to go over the set design it was bad. Real bad. Real cheap. It, I really think if I total up the receipts, like, hey, I go to production, I say, can I get the receipts for that so I can do your taxes? Mm-hmm. I am not shitting you when I say 
total, grand total. I'm talking those fake wood floors they put down, the rug, the couches. The couches were rentals. I've got a number of mine too, so. Oh, okay. You you tell me what you think. (laughs) I'm going to say it was less than $1,000. I was going to say $2,500. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, just the couches and the rug adds up. But I think the couches were a rental. I think the couch. Oh, everything was a rental. I think the couches came from like, um, like American Furniture Warehouse. Yeah. You know? Like, uh, yeah. They were big. They were not they were ugly. Cute. They were super ugly. And all the other stuff was like from at home or like, yeah. What I I'm don't trying know. to understand, and Michaels, what I'm trying yeah. to understand about the set design is why are we making it look like a living room, not even a nice living room, just like a fart zone living room? It would have been just like more dramatic to have it be like the ballroom <laughs> that it actually was in, you know, <laughs> just like two chairs with two spotlights. <laughs> ooh, ooh, like a I would Diane have liked that better. Situation. Yeah, like a yeah. Dateline interview at a jail. <laughs> I would have loved. That. I just don't understand what are they trying I to communicate know. to us. It, it wasn't was, great. It's stale. The lighting, bad. Oh, the light. Now let me tell you something, people. If you don't understand this, I, as a photographer, I care a lot about lighting. The lighting is supposed to go into the eyes. You always want to make sure that there is a light set so that it is illuminating the eyes. These lights are casting shadows down. So the shadows are going into the eyes. It's terrible. And the angles in which they're shooting this, I said this last week, I'm standing by it now. Everyone looks like they've got a big old fat secretary ass. Yeah, it was not a good angle. No, don't do that. And as we watched the episode, I just kept going back and forth saying out loud, like, I think they did their own makeup. No, I think they got their makeup done. (laughs) And I think the end conclusion is, I think they got their makeup done by somebody because they all showed up without makeup on. Mm -hmm. Like Janelle had the curler in her hair, but no makeup. So I think someone did it. Wasn't great. But I think that like... You have to remember, we're in Flagstaff. Yeah. It's not the hippest, coolest town. Mm -hmm. We're not in LA. But I think like... The, the things that gave it away was like Mary's bronzer was less heavy. Did you notice that every woman had the same lip color? Yes. They that... all had the same lip color. They all had lighter <laughs> eyebrows than usual. Mm-hmm. They kind of do heavy on the eyebrows. Yeah. So I think that they got their makeup done. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. for that. I think Mary added extra eyeliner to her look. Agreed. I think they finished and then she went in the bathroom and put extra. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking they did their own hair, but they got their makeup done. Okay. Let's dive into the actual one-on-one, the meat and potatoes here. We are Mm -hmm. starting with Janelle. And of course, every time we introduce someone, we're going to walk you through what what they're wearing, how they're looking. Janelle is looking good. She is. I think this might have been like her best interview look yet. Agreed. She went with the pretty like olive dark green colored shirt, which looks pretty on her skin tone. No, no, no. You said it was. Oh, wait, no. Never mind. That was Mary. Yeah. So, and then she had like the black cardigan, which was nice and slimming, Mm -hmm. black pants. She looked good. I don't, now, I always like to, especially on these women, because of the style that the pants are, I always like to call it a black slack. Yeah, it was a slack. I don't like to call it it a black slack. It was a slack, but I feel like colors were good. I feel like it looked pretty good on camera. Obviously, they gave her the unfortunate angle like they gave everybody, but Mm -hmm. I think it was a good choice on her part. Did you, she had a good gold earring on. She did, and her hair looked like more, more volume to it. It looked pretty. A lot of the brown women's hair, kind of starts back a little bit yes. further like they've got hair in the front but then almost almost like 
areola inspired <laughs> it goes back before it gets longer yeah so but, janelle does have that going on but otherwise i'd say 10 out of 10 yeah she 10 looked out good 10, janelle. She looked you look good. great she looked the best that's for sure uh the host says that janelle is the family conscience yep i agree i agree too i think absolutely nailed it Yep. woman who I've never met before. Yes. <laughs> so point for her because we're on the same page. We yes. understand Janelle is crucial to the family. She's the one who holds it all together. Then we flash back, and this is where I'm getting a little bit worried because we're flashing back to pre-COVID, which means we're going back to season 15. Which is um, telling us we don't have a lot in this tell-all. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, we're going we back had to a lot of flashbacks lot to take up some extra time. So we go back to the conversation at Fat Olives, which, mind you, I think, not entirely sure. Is that where we're going to go to dinner tonight? Probably. It's, it's one, one of our favorite places to hit mm-hmm. up here. And I think, again, we've been in the, the Coyote spirit. Pass. We are at Little America. We got to go to Fat Olives. Yep. It's part of the tour. Um, so it's that is where this conversation is taking place. Yeah, because she's saying Janelle was talking about social distancing before social distancing was even a thing family like, distancing yep. she mm-hmm. was saying you were worried about the family separating before covid even hit before we get into the conversation though as we're watching the conversation something that is confusing to me is because i thought how this was going to go is one person would walk in we would watch them I, talk about something and then we'd move on to the next person yeah i thought it was going to be like all of janelle's stuff gets done at once then and then we have like all of mary's stuff didn't happen. No, like that. it was back and forth and confusing. So we're watching this clip and then we're seeing every person's facial reaction to it, which was nothing. No. They're nobody they're st- made any good faces. Stupid, stupid choice. I felt like they were like, that would be feel, dramatic. Well, I feel like they weren't even watching the clip. That's the thing. <laughs> There's no way they had them all watch those same clips over and over again. So in in the actual clip, Janelle is asking Robin if she feels like the family feels as close as it did when she joined. And Robin says, not since Flagstaff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because she knows. <laughs> My favorite part about this clip is that Cody is not even remotely paying attention. He's just, like, picking away at the salad, trying to get the dressing. He doesn't give a shit. He does not care at all. He is somebody, if he's not talking, he's, he's not, not in it. No. He's like, oh, I love to have conversations with people. As soon as they start talking, I mean, I zone out, but. As long as people just let me talk the whole conversation, I'm good with that. Yeah. All about Cody all the time. So basically what we're getting from this is every family, every wife and Cody is going to give us their reason for why they feel like there's distance in the family. And Janelle says that she thinks the separation comes from the kids getting older and not really needing each other as much as they did when the kids were young. Yeah. She says that there are two big danger zones in polygamy. One is you have to be actively working at being a family. And once yep. you're not, problems start. And they stopped that. Two, if you get in your head too much when you're in places with the family or when you're not with the family. Yeah. Or thinking about what the other family members are doing without you, a.k.a. what Robin and Cody are up to when no one else is there. <laughs> and that's when then we we cut to Cody in the interview, which, it, it, listen, if you've never watched a reunion special, this isn't going to bother you. But as somebody who has watched, 
I watch reunion episodes of shows I've never even watched before because I love a reunion. <laughs> the format is important. Mm-hmm. Now we're cutting to Cody and I'm just... We were jumping around way too much. Way, we eventually got the hang of it, but I got to bitch about it because yeah. if I'm not bitching, what and am Cody, I doing? And Cody, thank God, was not wearing a plaid shirt. I Okay, Cody's wearing, I don't know, stupid. Like a blue dress shirt with a black blazer and pants. But I will say that I kept waiting... For his belly button to poke out. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, like his kind of gut was hanging there. And like the button, I was like, please slip open. The button just pops off. That'd be fun. It wasn't that tight, but it was just like kind of a gaping hole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is also, I got to say, the fact that we're doing it like this, this shows that there's hostility in the family. Yeah. And now I'm wondering, like, because I'm thinking, okay, we couldn't be together because Christine and Cody didn't want to be together. But I'm like, hmm, maybe like Robin didn't want to be around Christine either. And like, maybe Mary didn't want to be around Christine. Is there more, like, are they mad at Christine? Do you think? Maybe. Hmm. I'm, I'll buy into that. Yeah. Um, we listen to Cody. He literally makes no sense. Throughout this entire one-on-one special, he makes no sense. Cody loves to talk and he, he He talks in circles and like tries to use words to make it sound like he's smart, but it's just Cody thinks that he belongs on a stage in front of a church and he thinks he thinks that he is Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't understand what the fuck you just said. I don't think he knows what he's saying either. He's, he's saying that, like, you know, when we lived in the cul-de-sac in uh, Vegas, you know, we we face stuff more. But then he's like, but we also lied. What? So you faced it or you lied? Yeah, he acted like we had to solve all our problems because we were living together. But then we also had to hide all our problems because we were living together and we didn't want anyone's feelings to get hurt. Like, okay. Well, okay. You so no you were sense. just good on the surface. Yeah. The, the shit has always been there. Mm-hmm. Cody, obviously, he blames Flagstaff. For... Of course. Even though that was his idea. Yep. But it, not him. He doesn't blame himself. No, he's no part to play in that. Um, okay, then we cut to Mary. Outfit choice is horrendous. She decided to go with the exact same sweater that she wore for her confessionals during the show that was green, but she wore it in pink, which is not a good color on the skin tone either. What'd you say it's called? <sighs> it's a cow neck sweater. I've never And I saw on some group or something, someone was like, I love Mary's shirt. Where can I find it? Which, like, why do you love it? But someone said it's a LuLaRoe top. So, of course, she's got it in every color. But it's not a good choice. It's unflattering, especially on camera. It is, I have, I can't. It looks so bad. She looks, like, super broad-shouldered in it. Because where the shoulders hit, the shoulders hit so far in that then the rest of the sleeve keeps going. And you're just like, that's not... Yeah. Right. And the pink color was bad. The green one was better than the pink. Yeah. The and pink why would you terrible. wear the same shirt? And she's wearing blue jeans with it and like a booty. She was so cash. You call those booties? Yeah. Um, and then the pink lipstick that everyone had on. Mm-hmm. Just... And you can't put the same color on everybody. It doesn't work that way. No, your lipstick <laughs> is supposed to match your nipples. <laughs> exactly. Um, just not overall yeah. bad look. Especially because the other last night we're laying in bed and Caitlin is playing this stupid fucking Friday friends or whatever that Mary hosts. And she, that, if anyone watches that, you're brain dead. It it's is the so dumbest boring, thing I've ever watched. But, I but she it. looked good. She did. She had done something new with her hair. It looked much better. And she's definitely got some Botox. Yep. I think she got it before this, this taping because her forehead was not moving in this one-on-one special like it is in her confessionals and stuff during the show. So she got Botox sometime in between the ending of the show and now and also, it's, it's good she's it, looking better if you're curious 
we know that this was filmed before Thanksgiving. Yes. Ooh. And also, we're not bashing her for Botox. We are pro-Botox. Pro-Botox. Get it. Mm-hmm. But if you don't want to, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but if you're on TV, get it. <laughs> Mary then, says that she agrees with Cody. Flagstaff is to blame. And she felt like when they got there, she felt like she didn't realize that everyone was falling apart. She just was like, I thought everyone was just focused on getting settled in. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> this is when I feel like, because we are showing everyone react to this same thing. And then we're, we're showing the footage again. We're seeing it for a second time within five yep, minutes. Back at the Fat Olives restaurant. Why Why are we seeing this? We have nothing. No, we have nothing. Nothing. And we're going to drag it out. If we're already going back to a flashback within five minutes. I'd say half of this episode was just flashbacks that we've already seen. But anyways, Christine is saying in the flashback that she feels like everyone hates her. And Robin is sitting there just like dumbfounded like, what? Her face. Oh my God. What are you talking about, Christine? God. I could not get over her face. Shut your mouth. Hold your mouth shut. Like, that's what I want to say to you. Like, why is your mouth just gaping open? Because that's Robin's face for you. God, did anyone teach you manners? <laughs> okay, then we cut to Miss Robin. Mm-hmm. She, Definitely have to go through her look. She is wearing a cheetah print, silky, deep purple tap. Of course, she's wearing purple. Um, her her curls are looking extra tight. Yeah, which made me think maybe Robin got her hair done. <laughs> when we they weren't her usual curls. When we saw Robin leaving her house, she had her natural curls. Mm-hmm. Her and Cody had the same curls. She looked good with those curls. She looks better with her natural curls. She got to stop this ringlet look. Yeah, they were really tight. She is wearing black slacks. Mm-hmm. And she's got different eyebrows than her usual horrible ones. So yeah, so that's she, why we that's, she should take a note on those brows. Yeah, um, and then we're talking about it, and the ladies, the ladies asking Robin how she feels about the same clip we've seen a million yeah, times, and about, Robin's like, you know, I just I felt like hostile was a big word. It's, of course you did, <laughs> dumb fuck. It's it is a big word for an eighth grader. Big word, Robin. <laughs> oh, um, and then. She's asking Robin about the the clip and Robin, it's so interesting to watch her because she's trying to buy time. She's like, I don't fully understand what she's asking me and I don't fully know how to answer it. So I'm going to reiterate what I just watched in the clip. So we, as the audience, have now watched this clip twice. (laughs) Then we listen to Robin explain the clip to us again and she's like, you know. It's because she takes a while to comprehend things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's like, in that clip, Christine says that she felt like we hated her. And I wanted to make sure she knew I didn't hate her. Okay. Okay. You do now. Oh, she for sure does. Mm-hmm. I know Christine hates Robin, but yeah. we, we think Robin hates Christine. Oh, especially now okay. that she left. Yeah. Then we cut to Christine and Jesus Christ. As much <laughs> yeah. as I love Christine, whoever got her ready for this. Oh, this was her choice. Her. This was her choice. <sighs> She's wearing a red dress, not a, not a, you know, I think what she thought was, I'm going to come in, I'm going to be that sexy vixen. Yeah, Cody's I'm going to be the in. hot single one in Cody's going to jizz his pants when he sees me walk in. Although mm. he wasn't there. Yeah. But when red he watches dress, his back. black business blazer, and brown cowboy boots. Do not get me started on a fucking cowboy It boot. was like three completely different looks thrown together into one. I was like, what are we doing, Christine? We need a stylist. 
we know that they can't even hire makeup and hair. They're definitely not hiring stylists. <laughs> I I wish if Chris I would do it for free. If Christine sent me three outfit choices, yeah, I would say and we'd first of even all, pick from the Lularoe shit. I would say none of those, <laughs> and then I would go out buy her an outfit and bring yeah. it to her. I want. I'm cheering for you, Christine. I want you to look good. Do not do this again. Mm-hmm. This was a major slip up, and I, I know I say I hate a lot of stuff. Guess what? I hate brown. I hate cowboy boots. Yeah. Every, Especially with a red dress and a business blazer Especially that's black. whenever. They're stupid. It was not a good look. Unless and I imagine standing up, it was really like cutting her off. Oh, because you know that knee went, uh, the dress went past yeah. her knee. The cowboy boots, it cut. It was like, like a teeny bit of leg, like cut off in the worst spot. Yeah. yeah. It looked like a little person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it wasn't, it wasn't a good look. It was not good. Um, okay. This is when... Oh, then Christine says, like, it was so brave of Janelle to get everyone together at the Fat Olives restaurant. Why it's like, is that brave? Yeah, they used to get together all the time. This now it's shows, brave because they haven't been together for two years. This is not a family. Not at all. Not one bit. And I think it was so strange, too, that they are all blaming Flagstaff. And it's like, then why were we in such a hurry to all move there before we had anything figured out, before we had the houses built? Like, this could have been avoided. Because Cody's running from something. He is. I don't know what. I don't know if he got someone pregnant back in Vegas. I don't <laughs> or if know if it was the if, balloon payments on the house. What it? I want to believe it was bigger than that because he was running his ass. They were getting out of there so fast. Um, Christine says it when they got to Flagstaff that no one reached out, and then she's like, "But neither did I." I'm like, <laughs> same. That's me. I always like to bitch. Like, no one invited me, and I'm like, I would never go. invite them either, and I would never invite you, and I would never go to anything you invited yeah. me to. Yeah, I, mean, I at just least she owned it. I just want to be invited. Mm-hmm. And I would like to RSVP, no. Yes. So I understood her in that moment. Yeah. And then she says, it's just, it's hard to go to family functions and stuff when Cody's doing so incredible in other relationships. What what relationship? So what relationship is he doing so incredible in? Robbins, they think. Okay. But that's, there's... If we're looking at it, you know, I think what she's saying is like, I feel like a failure when I look at him with these... You shouldn't feel like a failure. You should feel like you're average. Especially because, like, Robin's really the only one who has a semi-good relationship with Cody. I wouldn't call it good. She's just obedient and listens to him, so he likes her. I feel like, well, no. I would like to say I would think. I would definitely, in this situation, want to be Robin because I have to be teacher's pet. I want to be the best. But I would think, as long as you're not married, Mary's the bottom. Yeah. You know? He hates her. (laughs) Yeah. As long as you're above that, you're like, well, I'm doing okay. Yeah. True. So I think it's weird, unless she's only referring to Robin. Yeah. And then Mary says that she understands because she's felt the same way before. Question for you. Mm-hmm. How tall do you think Mary is? Oh, I don't know. She kind of looks tall. She looks, I mean, again, the camera angle is not helping, but I'm like, God, she looks really tall. I feel like she's probably like 5'9 or something. Did Ariola get some jeans? From Mary. From Mary. <laughs> because she's... Is Mary taller than Cody? Ooh, I don't think I so. feel like maybe next to each other they could be the same height. Okay. So maybe she's like 5'10". I, think I don't imagine it. he's over six foot, right? He's no. No, 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 like... because remember, Yezebel wanted to be six foot to be oh, taller. Oh, yep. Okay, so he's like 5'10". Yeah. Um, and then Mary says that, you know, she would reach out to Christine during those times. And this is what I love. This is what I love so much. I would I'd try to call. I'd try to send a text. 
but it wasn't always reciprocated. It's like you tried once. I know. Is what I don't believe saying. Mary. No. I don't believe Fuck her. She's Mary. trying to throw Christine under the bus, but we all know Mary has not been interested in anyone else's life but her own. Absolutely. Mary and Cody, not. actually, surprising that they didn't work out because they're the same person. That's probably why. why they why it didn't both work out. only wanted the attention on them. Yes. And only wanted to hear themselves talk. So that's why. I love this. The the host tries to go like deep with Mary. And she's trying she so what she says is like, did you recognize in that moment? Again, we're still at fat olives at the dinner. <laughs> and did you recognize in that moment that this was a sign of Cody and Christine's struggle in their relationship? And Mary's like, No. All I was thinking about was Janelle's conversation that she was started. I'm like, <laughs> I'm curious. Like, Because Mary only cares about herself. She's not yep. even listening. She's so unaware. Yes. She's, but what, what I hate, there's someone in our lives and I'll tell you after the podcast who it okay. is, but they think that they are just like this bleeding heart, this person who is there for everyone and they never are. They're so self-absorbed. Like, here's the thing. I'm selfish. I'm aware of it. Mary thinks <laughs> you like, care about other people. I do care about other people, but I would never act like I am a saint. Like Mary thinks that she yeah. is, but it's like, you're oblivious, bitch. Mm-hmm. You don't pay attention to anything. How is it that you're not constantly just reading into everything? If I was in this family, I would not be like, well, oblivious. I would know everyone's shit without anyone telling me. Exactly. And I think I would pick up on the fact that they were having a bad relationship. I don't think it's that hard to see that Cody only has one good relationship. This was interesting, though. We're still at the same dinner. And Christine's talking about that dinner. And she says that at that dinner, so in Flagstaff, that she was still in a place where she wanted to work on everything and this conversation was like her wake up call. Yeah. And then we know probably Cody didn't ever have a conversation with her or try to make things any better after this. No. I also love too that Christine's like, I, I love the, I love being a sister wife. We have so much fun together, especially when Cody's not there. (laughs) I love how she throws those digs at Cody all the time. Yeah. It's like every episode has something about how she hates him. I love it. (sighs) So we're finally moving on from that because guess what we're going to talk about now? COVID. Bet you could have guessed. Bet you could have guessed. Mm-hmm. The only thing we've talked about all fucking season. And then season. the family really separated even more than they were already separated. Now, we're we're sitting with Cody and the host is asking him about his COVID protocols. Protocols. <laughs> protocols. And Cody says that his only concern was the death of a child. He's full of shit. Here's what he's doing. He is trying so hard to change everyone's perception of him. He wants us all to be like, oh, he was just being so strict and keeping the family apart because he was trying to make sure Truly didn't die. Okay. It's like, no, he didn't care. He didn't even go see her. No. He's, I don't know. He is backpedaling like I've never seen before. Oh, yeah. He's like, maybe I was too strict looking back, but I was just trying to go off the advice of my physician. Who is the physician? I feel like it's like someone he follows on Instagram. You know what it is? It's <laughs> here's who it is. Who? It's his chiropractor. Or I was thinking like, it's like he has like a cousin who's a physician or something. And he like talked to them once. And let me say this. I don't say that as a dig to chiropractors. I love chiropractors. I wanted to be a chiropractor. Yeah. But it's not. But they're not the top COVID physicianists. No. <laughs> it's like 
let's 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 look at who this guy is i would love a deep dive into his physician me too it's someone he's met once that's for sure or only talked to once he doesn't have a lot of insight and then cody says listen avoiding covid it's just like if you don't want to get pregnant just don't have sex wise words thank you so much. i'm getting that <laughs> tattooed on my lower back mm-hmm. if you don't want to get pregnant just don't, don't have, have sex. sex like thanks okay, okay. And right from the get-go, Robin, she was on board because her little kids are going to need their daddy. Of course. And she's obedient. Then he says, so he says, Robin's amazing. Robin's great. Mm -hmm. She was on board. Then he's like, I have two wives. One who was pretty compliant, but their kids weren't. And one who was not compliant at all. It's like, ooh, (laughs) This is a game of guess who. Oh, we can't even guess who you're who talking about. Who is who here, buddy? And I like that there was no mention of another wife named Mary. Nope. None. Who he has. Nope. He didn't. He doesn't give a shit about what she's doing. I would be shocked if he even has Mary's number saved in his phone. He probably doesn't. It just like comes up as her number. <laughs> it doesn't even have Mary. <laughs> he seriously hates her. And it was so evident in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, Christine just wanted to live her life like, I want to be free. And then we cut to Christine, who's like, when your kids need you, and you got to go. you got to go see them. So, of course. Of course I was going to do that. Because Christine's, again, even though Cody thinks Christine's going out just to party it up and Mm -mm. vacation like a fucking fool, going to spring break, it's like she's doing stuff to be with her kids. Not all of her kids live under one roof, like Sob and Robin. probably when she's going to visit, she's just, like, staying at their house. It's not like they're going to, like, Disney World all the time. Yeah. And then Christine says... I was following the CDC guidelines. I just wasn't following Cody's rules. Yep. (laughs) She's like, I was safe, but not safe enough for Cody. And then we cut to Cody and he's pouting again. This is, this is my favorite line is that he's like, Christine basically said, I'd rather see my kids than see you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sir. I would too. I would rather see, I would rather be in prison. (laughs) I don't know if I'd make it in prison. But she's like, what? I just want to see you one night a week, possibly, to do your dishes? Nothing. I would rather be forced to have to wear transition lenses for the rest of my life than spend time with Cody Brown. That's tough. That is, that's saying a lot. Yikes. So yeah, she would rather see her family than see you. Transition lenses. That would make you divorce me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then the host asked Cody, like, can you understand why Christine felt the way she did? He's like, I can be empathetic to her but I'm still going to maintain the rules. And then he goes on again to bring up Truly's kidney failure and why he's he's trying to do this to keep her safe. Basically, again, saying Christine's a bad mom, Truly could die over this, and she just doesn't give a shit. And has there ever been a link to COVID and kidneys? I don't know, but I feel like by this point, too, they knew she was going to probably be fine. We should ask Cody's physician. chiropractic physician. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on some long tangent about how, like, the essence of loss and death, it will it changed him and whatever. Even though they didn't lose her, he felt that they could have. And so he just really understands that. Cody and, and is somebody who safe. he thinks that everything out of his mouth deserves to be heard. He thinks he's a genius, I think. He And he also thinks he's just way smarter than everybody else. Everybody else. And I just, I hate that he's just trying to act like he was just trying to be such a good person, a good dad, and keep everybody so safe. Because that wasn't the truth. The truth was he was not 
wanting to go see everybody. And this was his excuse. He used it to his advantage. Now, what I need everyone to do is get out your bingo cards because mm-hmm. in our Facebook group, which was originally to be on the secret Facebook group, but we have since created a Facebook group just for this podcast. If mm-hmm. you want to join it, it's called Shit Talk Sister Wives and Other Reality TV. We've created a group just for this. But a woman in the Facebook group named Holly. Mm-hmm. Shout out Holly. Holly, you are the queen. She made bingo cards for these one-on-one episodes. And one of them was Robin tripping on our words. We can check that one right off. Check it off. We knew it wouldn't be long before we got that one. No, we're very quickly into the episode. <laughs> and we're like, well, got that one. Mm-hmm. So what Robin is trying to get out is that she can see why Cody felt the way he did. Mm-hmm. And she can understand why Christine and Janelle felt the way they did. But why couldn't they just mesh them together? Mm-hmm. First of all, that's bullshit, Robin. You never wanted anyone to mesh together. Because when Janelle gave a little bit of pushback, you were a nasty little bitch. And you're like, oh, Janelle, come on. Just listen to what Cody says and just obey him. Just spread your cheeks and let him put <sighs> it in your ass. She never would have let anybody like have it out with Cody to mesh the rules together. No, I'm just like, that is such bullshit. Mm-hmm. Total bullshit. Now, this was my favorite part of the entire one-on-one. We noticed this at the exact same time. <laughs> Pay attention. Go You back. were writing it in the notes as I was saying it out loud. <laughs> Go back and watch this. I want you to pay attention to the way that the host starts talking to Robin. <laughs> she slows it down and she's really trying to put the pieces together so robin can follow along she's like oh i gotta talk slower for this one she's not picking up what i'm putting down it was (laughs) it was obvious it was very obvious uh and then guess what another bingo square bingo baby because robin is crying (laughs) mark that one off and she says i hate crying as she wipes the outer corner of her eyes like you hate crying you do it every episode multiple times all you do is cry that's why everyone calls you sobbing robin (laughs) like come on Mm -hmm. so she says that the reason she's crying is that everything that mattered to this family got thrown out the window because of a virus it's disturbing (laughs) (laughs) you do a better robin than me (laughs) Now, here's why Robin's a favorite. Uh-huh. Because she's stupid. Yeah. Because she's uneducated. Sorry, stupid's a mean word. Okay. Because she's dumb. Um, <laughs> she doesn't question anything Cody says. No. Therefore, it's like, it's an she easy obeys. sell. Well, and I think she's probably like, oh, he's smart. He went to college. I believe him. Cody did not go to college, did he? <laughs> oh, I'm sure he did. No. Oh, I'm I want to sure. Google that. Wasn't he like kind of a like big in big in advertising or something before the show started? He had a good job. It doesn't mean he went to college. Yeah, I think he did. I'm gonna Google. Okay. That. Um, I'm gonna put a bet that he did. But it's like he loves it because she throws on her transition lenses and she just blindly follows. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Then I think the host asks a great question to Robin. She says slowly. <laughs> Listen, Robin, follow along, sweetheart, okay? We're going to ask a big-worded question. Do you think the virus changed the family? Or do you think that the virus shined a light on problems that were already there? And Robin's Mm -hmm. answer, of course, doesn't make sense because she says both. Yeah. 
But then what she says is that she feels like the virus came in and took the rug out f- that they were hiding all their shit under. And then it revealed all the shit. So, so it's like, okay, so that was before. <laughs> yeah. So what you're saying, Robin, is that you think that it shined a light. I don't think yeah. it changed the family. The problems have been here. Yeah. Just like Cody said. It just revealed them is what the COVID did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then she asked Robin, she's like, you know, well, Robin says like, can we, can we even come back from this? And then the host is like, can you? She's like, I'm trying. I want to. I want to. Okay. Okay. Then we cut to Mary and we're talking about loneliness because who better to talk about loneliness than with Mary? Yep. She's always lonely. So we roll a clip, which... Then in the clip, we're talking about Janelle. And this is my favorite. I have a lot of favorite parts all the time. Janelle's like, listen, during when the pandemic hit, all I was doing was watching TV. And I didn't talk to anyone. I wouldn't text in. I wasn't calling. I'm she like, was in a dark place. Bitch, welcome to my life. <laughs> well, Sounds like she was having a good time. Sounds actually. like a great time to me. I'm not worried about you. Mm-hmm. I would love to just watch TV. and ignore. I mean, I do ignore everybody as yeah. it is. But like, girl. And Christine was worried about Janelle. She wasn't worried about Mary. (laughs) She said she was worried about Janelle. Now, this is where Cody gets himself in a little pickle because he says that his goal with polygamy was that no one would ever feel alone. And it's Mary's fault that she's alone because she did that to their relationship. Now, Cody, let me ask you a question. Let Let me just go off of that. Why? Why did Mary seek out another relationship? Because she was lonely and you're an asshole. Oh, but Cody, I thought you said, I thought you had said that you was into polygamy so no one was alone. <laughs> yeah. No. He he doesn't, he can't put the pieces together to save no. his life. And he thinks none of that was his fault. The host asked Mary if Cody would check in on her during this time. And she totally like went around the question and said like, Oh, we'd text, we'd have phone calls, mostly with Robin, but just like didn't answer the part about Cody. We want to know about your relationship with Cody. Yeah. And she's like, no, but no, not with Cody. She's trying hard to get into his good graces. I don't get why though. Why? Why does she want him back? She's horny. There's no reason. She could find someone else. But she couldn't be on the show. I think she's only staying for the show. Oh, 100%. I think she's having relationships on the side we don't know about. Don't you think? With women or men? Both. With her vibrator or her fingers? <laughs> Both. <laughs> I don't know. I just think there's um, no way she's not kind of dating. And then we get a nice little peek back into Ra- or Mary. And, I, you know, the reason I hated Mary for so long is because I just felt like she was kind of a rabbit. And it was always like, wah, wah, wah. Yeah. She's like, if I got COVID... No one would know. I'd just be sick at home alone. It's like, okay. And then Janelle was like, if Mary got sick, she should call me because we're family. But no, Mary wants to feel like no one likes me. Mary's that person. But she has changed it around. Oh, big time. She definitely got a PR team and she's working to be like, no, I love this family. I love Cody. You know I'm I here till the day they die. I love that we can't think that Mary has had a change of heart or like saw a therapist or a life coach and has improved. We're just no. like, she's doing PR. She is because <laughs> she wants to stay on the show because there's no reason that she'd want Cody back. It's just not possible. Then we... They start asking Janelle about, you know, does she feel like she's in the middle when Cody has a problem with another wife, specifically Mary? And yeah. Janelle's like, I don't feel like I'm in the middle, but you feel the waves 
of it. Yeah. She says, like, we we can tell when people aren't in a good place with Cody. And then she's like, do you ever get mad at Mary because of that? And she's like, no. I feel for both of them that they're struggling. I'm not mad at anybody. Because, again, Janelle's queen. She is queen. Curler in the front of her hair. <laughs> bad bad camera footage from the car. Yeah. She is our queen. And then she asks Christine, like, what effect has it had on her to watch Cody and Mary's relationship? She's like, it broke my heart. I don't want that. I don't want to be in a loveless marriage. So Christine's basically saying, when Cody said he didn't want to have an intimate relationship anymore, I was, all I could think was, it's going to be, I'm going to be Mary and I don't want that. No. Nobody wants Mary's life. Nobody wants to be Mary. Mm-mm. Um, What do you think? Like, what does Mary see for her future with Cody? I'm telling you, she doesn't see a future with Cody. She's putting all this on for the show. She like just we... wants the show money. She wants the show fame. And so she's staying on, pretending she wants Cody back. She's trying to get viewers back on her side by being like, Mary's trying hard and Cody's not. We yeah, feel bad for her. True. She's flipping it all around. When she doesn't we... actually want him. Whenever we flash back to Cody and Mary kissing, I'm always like, I couldn't imagine them kissing now yeah i know it's so weird um we see the flashback to their wedding so this was interesting and i know that we know this but it's like when we hear it it's always brand new you know it's Mm -hmm. like the show is so stupid it doesn't stick yeah so i don't remember any of the details but there is six months between the time mary and cody met and they got married and she was only 19 and he was 22 Maybe this foreshadows why their relationship didn't work out. Oh, probably. Or, <laughs> Especially because they added in sister wives on top of that. Maybe it's because it looks like they got married in like a... At a basketball court? <laughs> it looked like some sort of like gymnasium type of situation. Yeah, the budget was not there for that wedding. The budget for that wedding, though, was still bigger than the budget for this... One-on-one special. One-on-one special. <laughs> they had to pay for the little America. It's not cheap here. True. We are, you know... Staying at the best. Oh, yeah. The best best. here because Mm -hmm. everything else in Flagstaff is kind of like methy Mm -hmm. and scary. Yeah. One time we stayed at another hotel and in the middle of the night I was crying and I called to see if we could. It's disgusting here and the bed's so uncomfortable. (laughs) Can we have our money back? No, we are the finest of the fine. I wasn't trying to get my money back for that night. I didn't want to stay for a second night. Mm -hmm. That's what I was trying to do. Then. Mary reveals that, well, Cody says that Mary bit my finger during when, when Cody was trying to shove cake down her, on her face. Yeah. I don't like that. As someone who photographs weddings, you see how much time, energy, money goes into getting this bride ready. I mean, I know that none of that happened for Mary, but and still it's a special day. And then he shoved the cake in her face. He showed what an asshole he's going to be. I don't, I don't like when it... It doesn't sit right with me. Don't shove cake in her face. Yeah, if she, she doesn't, if, especially if she doesn't want you to. Yeah. Unless she's like an attention whore and she's like, oh yeah, wipe that cake all over my face so I get a good <laughs> fucking shot I can put on Instagram and everyone be like, oh my God, you're so crazy. I don't think anyone said that before. If they did though, <laughs> then I'd be fine with that. But okay. I just don't like it. Yeah. It's kind of gross. Then we flash back to that really awkward dinner scene. Surprisingly, a different dinner scene, not at Fat Olives. I don't remember where it was, but they were on a trip. Mm-hmm. and it's kind of when... well it was in utah oh or vegas i mean well no 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 they were on a trip though is when okay. they lived in vegas okay. but they were on a trip and this is when mary starts to kind of start to reveal to them about the catfish situation and mary was so blonde 
And did you see her eyebrows? Yeah. Pencil thin. She's helped those out a little oh, bit. Oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. I also love that Robin is just sitting there She's quietly like slurping eating her soup. Down her soup. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then Christine. She was looking re. I did She's not- had a glow up the last couple of years. That's for I sure. I did not realize how homely she looked mm-hmm. back in the day. She's definitely on her A game now for her to be dating. I can remember watching and being like, oh, Christine's like the hot wife. Yeah. And I'm like, because I've never been attracted to Robin. No. Never. So I was always like, oh, Christine's like the hot one. Yeah. And then I look back and I was like, Jesus no, Christ. Not really. What's that drunk? Maybe at the time. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, and then this is <sighs> the catfishing. It's always hard to come. <laughs> it's so hard to listen to Mary talk about the catfishing because she's so dumb. She's so in denial about what she was doing, too, which makes it even worse. But when she was like, you know, I was once I started looking into who this person was, things weren't making sense. They weren't adding up. And it's like, first of all, who talks to anybody without completely deep diving their life? Because he was giving her attention and telling her she was pretty, so she was blinded. But, okay, you have you live in that giant house with your wet bar. You're alone all the time. <laughs> and you're what on TV. What else are you doing? Search. Yeah. You have all day to search out this man. I would have, if I had been her in that situation, um, I would have known where he lived. Yeah. I would have known where his parents lived. I would have known their phone number. His like, <laughs> I would have known everything possible. She's not smart enough to think about that. No, and it makes me wonder, is Robin the only one who didn't pass eighth grade? I don't know. We should definitely look up their high school graduation statuses. I don't. I mean, I don't know how to do it, but I'm going to try. Um, so then in this, we just, we just see a ton of flashbacks. We like, we see their wedding. We see this dinner. And all I can think about is, and I have a hard time saying this because I don't want to say that Cody is attractive. Mm-hmm. I don't think that. He was, though. No, no, no. Well, he was when he was young. Yeah. Yes, I will say that. But recently, in the past few years, he has had a glow up. He had, when his hair was terrible and, like, he would, like, straighten it or something and it was, like, frizzy, it was it was really bad. He looked like a thumb. The curls are better than what it was. Even though we make fun of the curls, it's a better look than he was sporting when he lived in Utah. He looked like a thumb or a penis. Like it was just like head melted into neck, melted into yeah. shoulders. And he was chubbier. Yeah. Oh, but oh, Cody doesn't like chubby people. No. Okay. Cause Mm-mm. you look so great. Um, then the host asks Mary, and I love this question. And I asked people this question a lot. I was like, what did your relationship look like in the beginning? Yeah. And I think that's an important question for us to know. Mm-hmm. And Mary's like, we were in love. Mm-hmm. We were in love. And then she's like, well, then what happened once Janelle entered the picture? Yikes. Yeah. She's like, it was a struggle for me. Which, how, do we know when Janelle, how long? Not long. Not long after I don't they think married? they were married for even a year. I mean, I'm making this up. They only knew up. each other for six months. I'm fully making this up. But I think they were married less than a year before Janelle came in. Okay. Yeah. And when you only have six months of history, it's not a lot to bring in another wife. And she says that like she was struggling and Cody just didn't know how to handle her struggle because Cody doesn't understand. Cody doesn't have an emotional intelligence. No, he's just like, you wanted sister wives? Now buck up, Chuck. And then she's like, and then Robin or Robin, Janelle didn't know how to handle any of the situation because, you know, she's like the newbie in this. Yeah. And then she reveals that she actually had a harder time when Christine came in. Which I was shocked by that. You, because by now you already have a sister wife. 
And she even asked her, she's like, why? And she's like, I don't know. Maybe it was because Christine was cuter than Janelle. Maybe. The younger, hotter wife. And she was like, now I'm really screwed. I don't know. I mean, we see those old pictures of Christine. And if we're thinking that's the <laughs> hot one. Yeah, I know. Yikes. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but Mary says that their relationship, Cody and hers, it was always a roller coaster. Like they had a very much so an up and down relationship, but they always worked through things. And then we cut to Cody and he's just like, she asked Cody, she's like, tell me about your relationship with Mary. He's like, there's just nothing to talk about. He's such a jerk. He's such a dick. Yeah. There's just nothing to talk about. He really hates her. And, and then he, he says like, there was just a hardness in our marriage. It was so difficult and so antagonistic. I don't know why we were in it. It took a lot of time in counseling for me to realize like I didn't want it. So we're now revealing that it wasn't the catfishing. Like he's always yes. hated Mary. Yeah. He's like, they both said that during this episode too. The catfishing wasn't the end of their relationship. Like the end of their relationship came before that, which makes sense. That's why Mary was seeking someone else out. Yep. Cause Ugh. Cody was a piece of shit. Yep. And it's, we get into the whole situation of divorce later, but whatever. Then the, the host says to Cody, she's like, why not then leave her at that point? And he's like, it's double standard. They can leave whenever they want. I can't. Which then like makes more sense. He wants Mary to leave, but he can't tell her to leave because it's not like he's not allowed to. He's going to do everything in his power to push her away <laughs> yeah. so that she. He's like, why hasn't she left yet? Damn it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've said rude things to her. I don't talk to her and she's still fucking hanging on. Then, then the host says that, you know, Cody, you have left. You have emotionally abandoned her. Oh, my God. Oh, that triggered. pissed him triggered. off. He is triggered. He's like, abandon police. Police. Take says, that word back. I take offense to the word abandonment. I was like, I did he really just tell her to take that word back? Yeah. Did he really yell at the host? He did. He did. <laughs> oh, like... That, what I love about that, I am disgusted. His true colors really I'm disgusted by out. it, but I love it because America can see how this man really treats women. Because I'm telling you right now. If he's doing that to a woman he just met yep. on TV, what is he doing behind closed doors? And if that host had been a man, I bet you he would have reacted different. Probably. I bet you he would have been like, oh, you know, I hate when people say abandonment. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, take that word Take it back. And then it, he says, it, she was leaving my ass. It was very, <laughs> when he said that, it reminded me of Erica Jane in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And she's like, or what? Or what? Take Sir, it back. It's like, Jesus. Yes. And then he goes on to say, Mary had an affair. Which is the first time we've ever called it an affair. Yes. And he says, she was seeing someone else. She was leaving and everyone knew it. And once she found out she was being catfished, we all rallied to protect her. But she was leaving me for a better, richer man. It's like, oh, so we've been covering it up with the catfish. You guys all decided we'll pretend it was a catfish so Mary doesn't look so bad. But really, I mean, I hate Cody, but I kind of loved this part. I love that he kind of revealed Mary finally and was like, listen up. She was having an affair. She was going to leave. This whole catfish thing was bullshit just because she ended up getting catfished. I'm going to say something that I will never say again, and I'll deny it. I will deny okay. it after this. Okay. Cody says something that I kind of agree with. Yeah. And he says that Mary only sees herself as a victim in the catfishing situation. And she, she forgets the whole rest of the beginning that she was seeking someone out and yeah. talking to someone. 
Which it now seeing the bigger picture, and I've always kind of felt like that, but the fact that Cody was probably pulling himself away from her before that, I don't think that, but yeah. I think she should have left. If yeah. you're unhappy in your marriage, just leave. Yeah. I don't blame her for seeking someone else out when her relationship was terrible, but yeah, just leave. But she does always, all she can ever focus on is like, I was catfished. Like, he like, he found me and then was like, you know, trying to pull one over on her. But it's like, no, you, you were playing, the, playing a part in this. And then Mary's, uh, I love this because she's such, she's such a liar. Mm-hmm. I hate her. She goes, I wasn't leaving. I was weighing all my options. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Because like, I was in a dark place. I'm like, okay. Put that on a Hallmark card for- You can't just weigh your options when, when you're married. When you cheat <laughs> on your spouse and be like, I'm sorry. I wasn't leaving you. I was just weighing all the options. I was seeing what else was out there first before I stepped out the I door. was just going up to the buffet, doing a little sampler, mm-hmm. seeing what options I had, but I wasn't leaving. It's yeah. like you, you were leaving if this man really had a penis, but unfortunately it was a woman who was- yeah i know she just got screwed over because it was a woman and then she acts like she does she takes no responsibility and she's like was i talking to a friend absolutely Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like i was meeting a guy online on purpose to like leave my family and fall in love i love that part so much because mary does this thing where she's like i'm gonna own up to basically nothing yeah was i talking to somebody a friend who was a friend yes (laughs) did i Talk to this guy who I thought was a friend. Absolutely. But was I, I was like, you're, yeah. you're doing this thing where it's like, basically what she's it's saying like, is if like, if this hadn't been a woman and it hadn't been a catfish, then what would the rest of the story be? Yeah. You know, like she can only flip this around to her being the victim because it ended up being a woman. It's like if somebody were to murder somebody, it was like, did I drive my car? <laughs> yes. Did I go out at night? Absolutely. But they won't own up to the fact that like, yeah. Did you kill somebody? It's well, like, they no. started it. <laughs> yeah, no. She's, she's but a liar. But she does agree that the catfishing slash affair, I hate that we always call it catfishing, was not the demise of their relationship. Yeah, which I totally agree. And now I get why she was doing the catfishing. Sh- should have left, but you know. And then the host is like, I've seen so many moments of the Brown family over the years. And it just makes me kind of think, how did she get this job? Yeah, I, I have no idea who this woman is. Why can't we host the one-on-one? I could have think of a lot of people I'd want to see host, you know? I would love to host. Yeah. I would love a shot Let's put with in them. an email and see if we can sign up. She asked some tough questions, but not enough. No. She wasn't hard enough on them. No. And she should have yelled at Cody when he yelled at her. Oh, I would have loved that. Uh, then we jump to Cody and Mary's 30th anniversary. We all know, we all remember that anniversary. Mm-hmm. That was not a good The one. really sad one. Really sad. Really big dull one. And that's when, you know, Mary says to Cody, I've been waiting for you. And he's like, and I'm not coming. <laughs> he was doing like everything on that little date to make her leave, which I'm glad that he has owned up to the fact that he, like there's a double standard and he can't leave them. They can only leave him because now things are making so much more sense of why he's such an ass to marry. Yeah, he's, he's like, I'm just, just going to. He's like, what, what else could I do to piss her off? Let's see how much she can take before she finally leaves like I want her to. They keep saying a full fellowship. Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? I got I, a full marriage, I guess. I don't know. And I thought that was weird. They yeah. Just, they only started referring it to fellowship from that point on. Yeah, I don't know. Um, And Mary is still hopeful for a full fellowship in their marriage. T- and then, <laughs> I hope she watches the, this one-on-one talk back and hears how Cody feels. She goes, the host asks her, she's like, what keeps you invested in this relationship? She, B. 
because I love him. Ew, Rose. you don't, Mary. You don't. You're such a liar. This was really sad. Yeah. Mary says that she prays to God. And she asks God, like, where am I supposed to go in my life? And the only time that she feels peace is when she thinks about staying with the whole family. It wasn't sad because it was made up. Oh. <laughs> I was feeling she's sad for her. She's such a liar. Okay. All the time. Yeah, fuck you, Mary. Never yeah, mind. I don't feel no. bad for you. She's just doing this to stay on the show. The second the show is over, she's gone. She's out of there. Then we cut to Cody and he's like, she's part of the big family, but I'm never going to be in a conjugal relationship with her. Like, I'm sorry. Are we in prison? Like a conjugal visit? <laughs> I thought that was a... I don't know. I would rather go back to Christine's use of the word intimacy. Yeah. A <laughs> conjugal visit. Yeah, listen, she ain't ever coming in my room and tickling my pecker again. Yes. God. She ain't ever going to get this little bird egg out of the nest and put it <laughs> in her mouth. Gross. <laughs> And then Cody says, I don't want to go through that emotional torture ever again. I'm not trying to make Mary sound bad. It's just a bad match. I love that he always. I I... like that he acts like he was tortured. It's like you were probably a really shitty husband and then you got extra wives. I love that. I didn't pay any attention to her. I love that. He's like, I'm just trying to be honest without being cruel. You're always cruel. (laughs) I know. Everything that comes out of your mouth is fucking nasty. But he thinks he's like, has such a way with words that he doesn't sound nasty. And then Mary admits that, you know, she misses the emotional and physical intimacy because the host can't wrap her head around. Just like all of us. We can't understand because we're in monogamous relationships what it's like to be married, but not even do anything. And they always keep saying they're friends. I'm like, you're not even friends. No, they don't even talk to each other at all. I talk to the guy who does our landscaping more than Cody talks to Mary. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't talk to her at all. Shout out Gendry for the great landscaping work. <laughs> and then the host asked the question we all wanted to know. Uh, I, d- I No, here's the thing. Yeah. I didn't know I wanted to know this. Until she said until it. Until she said it. Uh, and that's when I was like, you have earned your spot yeah, here. Yeah, you, you can have, stay. You are moving up on the pyramid. Mm-hmm. She says, how long ago did the physical intimacy go away? And then when I tell you. Shocking answer. I fully gasped. I sat up on the bed when she said about a decade ago. And then we had to Google when the show started. It started in 2010, which means two years into the show, probably season two then, because they take like a year to come out. They were no longer intimate. The catfishing didn't happen until what? Season? I don't know. 12 or something? No. Yeah, I think so. Maybe not. That seems kind of late. I don't know. Either way. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Either way. That's a long time. That is a long time to not be getting the dick down. Yeah. It's been 10 years for Mary. <laughs> There's no way. She's seeing, she's definitely hooking up with someone. She has to be. I I mean, I It's not like I didn't know I 70, needed that 80. question asked because I didn't think it was that long. I thought around the catfishing time is when it stopped. Nope. 10 years. That was insane. And then the host asks, will you wait forever for him to come around? And Mary says, I have hope that he will. 
weeks. She's again, she's lying. You're not watching the same interview we're watching no. because he ain't coming around, sister. <laughs> you don't want to hear the clips of Cody that are going in between yours where he's saying basically that he hates you and he wants you to leave, but you won't. <laughs> yeah, and she just she keeps being like, It's about the big family, which is aka every time she says big family, just replace it with the show. Yeah. Because I want to play that clip back when she finally le- so the show I would will- make a big bet on the fact that the show ends mm-hmm. Robin's the only wife left. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know. know. About Janelle. I feel like Janelle just doesn't care Either enough way, to like though, leave. When the show is canceled, Mary will officially be like, "Peace out, bitch." She's basically already gone now. She's always traveling. She's never with them. So it's like, what's the? You know what I will say? I love the big family. How smart though, because I'm sure they all get the same size paycheck. Yeah. It's like we don't even see Mary. No. How great! Like you're just collecting checks. I mean, checks. I'm. I'm not gonna say if I was in her position, I wouldn't do the same thing. No, absolutely, I would. Yeah. So. I wouldn't get physical intimacy for 50 years if I was on the TV show and getting the money. Yeah. <laughs> and my Lula well, Row business no, she was popping. She can be getting the intimacy on the side, and no one's gonna find out. No one fucking knows Those her. Those have people no sign a non-disclosure. Non-disclosure. Then the host starts to kind of compare Mary to Christine, and says like you know christine left due to the lack of intimacy then mary's like we're just different people with different values okay (laughs) okay okay christine acting like christine like shouldn't have left i'm like okay just because you're fine with no sex doesn't mean christine should be fine with it this is one of those situations where i don't think mary meant to be a bitch but i'm taking full offense yeah she's she does a lot of that I just think, you know, don't come for Christine like that. Yeah. And then Christine says, like, I just don't know how Mary does it. And we don't either. No. Mm -mm. I mean, but we both just said we would do it for the check. But we said we would get some on the side. They're not big enough celebrities that, like, they have to be worried about it coming out. You know? No. Um, And then the host brings all this up to Cody. And he says that he doesn't want intimacy without safety. So I was like, you want to wear a condom? Like, are you worried that she's like sneaking around? I hate around? the safe word that I they throw around all it. the time. The safety. It's just like, really? And he's just like, I don't. Oh, like, he doesn't feel safe with Mary. I don't feel safe with Mary and never will again. Mm-mm. Okay. What are you going to, like, what do you think is going to happen? You just, and he's then he just says again, full of shit. I'll be her friend. It's like, you're not her friend. Not at all. You don't care about her. You don't ask how she is. You don't even go visit her to like hang out as friends. And she was your first wife. I love too that he's like, we'll build her a house on Coyote Pass. It's yeah, like, like um, she has her own money. Sir, if all. she's building a house on Coyote Pass, it's she's paying for it. Yeah, we all know. Again, anyone, come on, come up with those financials. We need help understanding how Cody and Robin can live. <laughs> <sighs> Mary just really hurt Cody to his core. He's a liar too. He didn't care. No. He was glad that Mary did the catfishing. Because that was his excuse to, like, let her go and to be an asshole to her and hope that she'd divorce him. But she didn't. And then he says that he, same thing as Mary, like, the catfishing was not the straw that broke the camel's back. It's like, the catfishing is the thing that woke him up out of a daze. Mm -hmm. He basically is acting like Mary has been abusive their whole marriage. He's such a liar. Which, you know, honestly, here's the thing. Other than that very short time in which I was a big Mary fan, I've always hated her. Uh-huh. I'm glad, I would not I'm glad to... you've come back over yeah, to the right side God. of things. I would never want to be married to her. I understand that. But what bothers me, Cody, is that if you don't want to be married to her, that should have been brought up a long time ago. Yeah. Because I, mean, I guarantee you, like when she said the 10 years without sex, 
he just kind of like stopped putting out one day. That's he just how stopped he coming it. over. He was just like, sorry, I don't like you anymore. And then <laughs> the the host is like, Mary has a relationship with the family, with the kids, with Robin. It's like, <laughs> not Christine and Janelle. No. no. Um, and then Cody's like, and a friendship with me. And then she's like, the host asks him, like, is that enough? And that's when he says, I don't think that's enough for anybody. But everyone makes their choices. Which, again, what? made no sense, Cody. I don't understand what that means. He's like, I she... felt like Robin sitting there trying to piece Me too. It my together. Face, my face looked just like Robin's with my mouth, like, wide open. And I was so confused because I was like, he just said, like, she has me as a friend and she has the family. But that's not enough for anybody. I don't know. It made no sense. No sense no whatsoever. Sense at all. Um, then, then we we get the preview for next time on Sister Wives One on One Part Two. <laughs> we did that almost in unison. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're talking about the nanny. They're dragging it out again, though. Probably gonna have a lot of boring past shit clips. in the beginning. Yeah, I do. Let me say this before we move on to next time. By the end of the one on one, I was feeling more confident about it. Yeah, I mean, it was still good. We got that Mary hasn't been dicked in 10 years. That was worth it. That was worth <laughs> it for me to lay here for an hour and watch that. Mm-hmm. And yes, we are talking about the nanny, which is another spot on the bingo board. So get those bingo boards out um, next week. Christine is saying, this is sad. Because she's saying like next week, she's saying yeah. that she'll do anything to get her kids to be with the whole family. And I didn't even think about how difficult it's probably going to be for her. To have to be around everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Especially how now it's that, like, be. I really felt like in the preview, like, Robin's hostile to Christine. Kind of. Like, she's pissed that she Oh, uh, well, Robin's just an easy target <laughs> because she gets along with Cody. Because I obey Cody. No one else likes me. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. then we have Robin fake crying again because she's the only one with the full of functional relationship with Cody, and it makes her angry. Why are you angry? I don't know. Stay in your lane. We paused it at this part, and she was wiping her tears, and her fingers look very swollen. It looked like she had been having Chinese food for three. Again, nights we're in alarmed. A row. Like we are alarmed, and we need Robin to go see Cody's physician. Well, the physician's <laughs> probably missing it, but I'm like, her fingers did look really swollen. Very swollen. It looked like those rings were not gonna be able to come off. No. And we know that the neck is very swollen. She she needs to go be seen. I want her thyroid TSH checked, mm-hmm. and I also want her salt levels checked. Her sodium levels. Her sodium levels are seem like they're skyrocketing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's when she's nervous. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, then we have Christine saying that she hates polygamy. It's not then, right for her anymore, which good for you, sister. I can't wait till she starts dating again. Then we have Cody saying, I don't want to be intimate with Christine because she was stabbing me in the back Uh, how is she stabbing you in the back because she didn't obey him all the time she didn't bow down and kiss the ground he walks on kiss my ass cody Mm -hmm. you're so stupid like i just don't understand like it doesn't i can't put it together why she's backstabbing him because she's not just listening to him and like she's giving him a little pushback and he doesn't like that he likes everyone to just Bow down, agree, let him make all the rules, all the decisions, and be, imagine and if be an obedient these, wife. Imagine if one of these women actually did something to him, how he would react. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see it. Because they didn't follow your 
COVID protocols. Protocols. The protocols weren't being followed correctly. And now she's just a backstabbing bitch. Hey, I have something exciting to tell everybody. We have something exciting to tell everybody. We do. So, like I said earlier, we started a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. So Beyond the secret, people were getting mad at me that I let you all in there. So I started a separate group. It's well, we called... didn't realize how much good sister wife's conversation we were going to be having. Yeah. So we need a new place for that. So the Facebook group is called Shit Talk Sister Wives and Other Reality TV. Yes. Now, go in there. Go in there. All you have to do to get in is just answer who's the lowest on your Brown family pyramid. Cody. But even more exciting than that, you know, we have been really struggling with what to do with this podcast. Mm-hmm. And some of you are probably going to be so annoyed by this, but I really don't care. It's not worth it for us to keep doing a free podcast. We're going to do a free podcast whenever the... When the show comes back, we'll be back on here. Yes. But, but we in can't the meantime, do this forever for free when we have other jobs. We got way too much shit going on. <laughs> so in the meantime, next week will be our first Patreon episode. It is a tour of the Sister Wives homes. Uh, it's really good. You don't want to miss it. We had a spotting. Um, there's also some video clips that we did while we were doing that. We tore Coyote Pass. We tore all the wives' homes. Mm-hmm. It's well, really not, fun. We could never find Janelle's. And our pictures on the Facebook and the Patreon are us at Coyote Pass. Guys, it's going to be good. So <laughs> We put in a lot of effort. It's going to be $5 a month. Yeah, if you want to join, like great. One and here's the thing. And me, if you don't want to join, that's totally fine. We don't just, bitch about it, though. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. But let me also say this. We don't know what's going to happen with it. If we feel like a month in, a few months in, it's not working and nobody really cares, we'll just stop doing it and we'll come back to this when the show is live again. Mm-hmm. We know we're, we're coming back for season 17, all oh, right? Yeah. We will be. It's going to be good drama. In the so, meantime, join the Facebook group. I'll announce in there when Patreon, when you can start signing up for Patreon. Yep. We're going to go back to the old episodes, guys. It's going to be fun. We're going to recap. We're starting a book club. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good. And maybe eventually we'll do another show. That's why we put the and other reality TV on there. Yes. We don't know. It's all up in the air. So that's it. That is this episode. We're going to be back next week for the one-on-one part two Oh, mm-hmm. bunch of bullshit, but we're here for it. Like mm-hmm. I said, Sister Wives and this podcast, they are just that animal you keep shooting and won't <laughs> die. We just keep showing up. And we won't be at Coyote Pass next week. We won't be at Little America. Oh. That is way too much commitment. Yeah, We've we done it once. Up. We're done. We're done. <sighs> Anyways, in the infamous words of the most brilliant man I have ever laid eyes on, ever heard speak, Cody Brown. Love should be multiplied, not divided.